Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I um, I really miss Trump. <laughs> I, uh, I do. Not only do I miss the appointment of conservative judges who actually believe in the Constitution, things like a flowering economy, getting rid of red tape, getting a vaccine in record time, fighting back against leftist cancel culture, lunatics and goons. But I miss the excitement of the Trump administration. Folks, we're what, two weeks into this disaster of a Joe Biden administration, you know, the Biden crime family. And I said to Paula last night, we've been sitting here in this hotel room in Houston for the last two weeks. I'm like, I'm bored. I'm just bored. I've got a loaded show for you today. The tech tyrants, finally a governor with some cojones, Cajones, taking it to the big tech tyrants, the great governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who is on my tier one A-level list right now, along with Christy Nome. I've got that. I've also got a lot more about the impeachment updates there and a video where I finally, finally found something. <laughs> hold, hold your horses, as my grandmother used to say. I actually agree with the Biden administration on something. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up to big tech today. Don't wait. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Do not wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I got that. The big tech fight. I've got some video from Tucker Carlson from last night's show that's amazing. And a video at the end of the show by the spectacular lieutenant governor from North Carolina, Mark Robinson, that I promise you, you're going to want to see at the end, who is, again, taking it to the left and taking absolutely no stuff, if you know what I mean. Our first sponsor today, you hear about them often, ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, big tech companies have a ton of power in our country today. And as private entities, they can operate pretty much as they choose. Protect your personal data from the big tech tyrants today with the VPN I use for my online protection. ExpressVPN. Don't wait another minute. Get ExpressVPN and use it. When I use it, my connection gets rerouted through their secure encrypted servers. So these big tech companies can't see my IP address at all. My internet activity becomes anonymized. My network data is encrypted. I recommend ExpressVPN to anyone who uses the internet. So basically everyone. And the best part is you don't need to be tech savvy at all to use ExpressVPN. You want to know how to use it? Just download the app on your phone or your computer. Tap one button and you are protected. Protect your internet activity with the VPN I use every day. Visit expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's the URL. Get three extra months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Get three extra months free. Expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Don't wait another minute. All right, let's go. We will be back to the bell on Monday. You heard the story yesterday. Joe is here. I have to have him on the phone, unfortunately, because we're in the hotel room. That's why the show looks a little different. But I did promise you a shot of our uh, of our set here that we had to build which costs us a fortune. I will put that up on my uh, Instagram at DBongino. You can check it out. Paula, remind me, we got to do that today. Can you take a note on that? Because I forget everything. My brain is going. Let's get to the big story first of the day. Finally, we have a governor with some cajones willing to take on the big tech tyrants, the fantastic governor of Florida, my home state of Florida, Ron DeSantis. He's done a great job. But before we get to what he's doing to take it to the big tech tyrants, no worries, folks. Everybody, Kapala, calm down. Joe, calm down on the phone. No worries at all. Big tech cancel culture and the targeting of conservatives. <laughs> Don't worry. It's all a myth. We're all wasting our time. We're just making it up. How do we know that? Well, there was an NYU, New York University study that says that this is all a myth. 
big tech companies canceling conservatives. So I went through the list of things that you shouldn't worry about that are all fairy tales and myth that myths. They come from the file drawer of the nothing to see here file drawer. Uh, my company parlor that I am a part owner of parlor, you know, the fastest growing social media app in the country. We were number one on the app store before we were brutally assaulted by Amazon, Apple, Google, Twilio, Zendesk, and everyone else. Yeah, my company parlor was uh, nearly wiped off the face of the earth. I'll give you an update on this. We'll be, we'll be back again, I promise you. I'll, I'll, hopefully, let me just remind myself. I'll give you an update on that. A lot of you have been asking me what's taken so long. My company parlor was nearly wiped off the face of the earth. Don't worry, it didn't happen. Didn't happen. NYU says there's no targeting of conservatives on social media platforms. It's all a myth. According to NYU, I guess Parler's really up. If you go to Parler.com, the website's functioning as normal. But that's weird because it's not. But don't worry. NYU said there's no targeting conservatives. You got that over there, Paul? Joe, you got that? There's no targeting whatsoever of conservatives. Everybody clear? Forget it. Didn't happen. So my suspension from Twitter, where I've since stopped posting on my account, my suspension from, from Twitter for posting a Rose Garden speech by President Donald Trump. My suspension from Twitter for posting an official White House statement when President Trump was the president. He's now a former president. I was suspended from Twitter for posting that. Did you know that? I've since stopped posting on Twitter, and I'm happy to inform you. That's a myth, too. Don't worry. NYU said so. The targeting of conservatives is all a myth. Uh, I'm happy to inform you that a friend of mine who's pretty well connected in the industry said to me yesterday, I'm not making this up, on a phone call. He said, you know, I've been staying off Twitter a lot lately. Since you, Mark Levin, and Donald Trump left, it's been really boring. Thank you. Maybe you should stop posting there, too. Why are we giving them our content? My wife wants me to stop moving around as much because of this camera. The uh, bit rate's a little slower. It's like when you do, it like skips. It looks like, you know, like that effect from the movies and it like jumps. <laughs> is that, is that one thing, she never asked me to not do something because then I do it more. You know, I can't help it. It's like the Ren and Stimpy episode. Don't touch the red button. And, and what is it? Uh, Ren or Stimpy, they're like sweating. You can't ask me to not do something. So don't worry. My suspension from Twitter never happened. Conservatives are not targeted. Parler apparently is still there. They weren't targeted either. My uh, being banned from Twitter from running ads. Did you hear about that? I told you that story about three, four years ago. Twitter sends me an email. Yeah, it's about three, four years ago saying, hey, listen, um, because you have a pretty heavy following, we'd like to sign you up for this beta program for Twitter ads. I said, okay, we I don't know what it was, like $100 a month we put in in Twitter ads. We get an email about two months later saying, we're now banned from running ads. They give us no reason whatsoever, but don't worry. NYU has told us there's no such thing as the targeting of conservatives on Twitter. Man, think about this. You wasted, what, eight years getting a degree, a master's degree and a PhD for NYU to run a study that I could have debunked in five minutes, but don't worry. You've got the sheepskin behind your name, so you should be taken very seriously. I've got a video of Tucker Carlson eviscerating this in a moment, but don't worry. The Hunter Biden story being wiped off Twitter right before the election and the crushing of the New York Post's account on Twitter, who were subsequently banned from posting the Hunter Biden story about the Biden crime family. That didn't happen either, folks. <laughs> Again, no, no, no worries at all. There's nothing to see here. Stop wasting your time. We're all imagining this. It's all in our imagination, just like I'm imagining being in a hotel room here and I'm really in my home studio. But I enjoy doing the show. That's why I decided to make it a road show. The fact checks, the bannings on Facebook, 
the fact checks that rarely happen to liberals on Facebook, almost never. The fake fact checks are not real. The banning of groups on Facebook, that doesn't happen either. You're imagining it all. Uh, This is all, of course, in your imagination. You're wasting your time, including this red state story, which will be in the show notes today, which I'd like you to check out. Don't worry. It's all in your imagination. Fake book says no more ads for the movement to recall uh, liberal governor from California, Gavin Newsom. No ads for them. Um. It's a Casper the Friendly Ghost moment. You're just imagining it, just like you'd imagine ghosts. There's more evidence for ghosts, actually, than there is for fake book not banning conservatives and discriminating against conservatives. This story, of course, is you're in, in your imagination, too. Just a figment of your wild-eyed dreams and fairy tales that live in your head. Be in the show notes as well. Washington Free Beacon. Fake book bans Second Amendment group without explanation. I would like to see that same story about a pro-abortion group. Did that happen? The Virginia Citizens Defense League says it got no accounting of this move from the tech giant by Stephen Gutkowski. You can read that in the show notes of our story today, which is in our daily newsletter. Bongino.com slash newsletter if you'd like to subscribe. Please subscribe. Are we at 400,000 yet, Ms. Paula? We're 2,000 short of people signing up for our newsletter. Please go today and do it. Because of big tech discrimination, I need to be able to communicate with you directly if you'll allow me. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Click subscribe. It's free. We will not spam your inbox. I promise. I'll get you these stories every day. But don't worry. The Red State and Free Beacon story, totally in your imagination. Fake book is not doing that. I'm sure they're just making this up. Nothing to see here, folks. Don't you worry. NYU studied this and said they're dismissing it. It's all a myth and a fairy tale. Another story from the show notes today. Fox News by our good friend Brian Flood, who does good reporting over there. (laughs) The NYU study dismissing conservative concerns about big tech bias. This is a joke. This is crazy. Get ready for it. Paul, you're never going to believe this. Was funded by who? A far left Biden mega donor. What are the chances? Holy Moses. What are the chances of that? That some far left radical funds a study at NYU that determines that conservative bias of by big tech, uh, big tech bias towards conservatives is a total fairy tale. Billionaire Craig Newmark gave millions to the Pointer Institute, which published a blacklist of conservative sites in 2019. Let's read some more from this article. Again, you can check out the full article in the show notes today. Quote, the study was funded by Craig Newmark, a billionaire tech titan who donated $100,000 to Biden campaign's victory fund, wrote Daily Caller reporter Chuck Ross, who first identified Newmark's political leanings. Chuck Ross noted that NYU did not disclose the the Craigslist founders' political views. Newmark has also donated to a variety of other liberal groups and causes, including the Democratic National Committee itself. Mm, Craigslist guy. Fascinating. He donated tens of thousands of dollars to President Barack Obama's campaign, the Clinton campaign, and to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Ross wrote. You know, it's really bizarre how this left wing radical leftist who donates to all the radical leftists he associates with and believes in funds a study at NYU that all of a sudden determines that us conservatives were just making all this stuff up. The wipeout of parlor, the banning by fake book of conservative pages, the people getting kicked off and deplatformed off Twitter, the Hunter Biden story disappearing. Don't worry, you're all making this up. It's all crazy town now. The great Tucker Carlson from Fox. This is a little bit of a long clip. We 
We have a general rule. I try to keep the clips to a minute 30 or less. But this one's worth it. It's about two minutes. I had to cut a little bit of it out. But this is Tucker Carlson from Fox on his 8 p.m. Eastern Time show last night, absolutely eviscerating this study. And I want you to take away two po- a couple of points from this. Number one, the, uh, the one I already told you about, who funded the study, a radical leftist who's looking to dismiss our concerns that are obvious. I mean, they're just our concerns are real because they happen. I'm an owner of Parler. Parler got wiped off the Internet. It happened. I promise you. But number two, I want you to keep this in mind as you're listening to this clip by Tucker Carlson, how about halfway through, he notes an interesting point that when they tried to determine if there was conservative bias, they didn't really try, but when they tried to conservative uh, determine if there was conservative bias at Facebook and Twitter, that who did they ask? This is hilarious. Check this out. They actually went to the Twitter and Facebook people and asked them because of course you'll always get it. <laughs> I mean, why would they lie about that? Right. <laughs> Check this out. This is hilarious. This new paper is called, quote, false accusation, the unfounded claim that social media companies censor conservatives. It's quite a literal study. So it turns out what we've been telling you for years isn't true. It's merely an unfounded claim. There's no truth to it. That's what they concluded. It's all there in the paper. We read it. On page 16, we learned that, yes, quote, conservatives frequently point to Twitter's practice of suspending or permanently banning account holders as evidence of bias against the right. And that is true. They never stop whining, those conservatives. Happily, the study concludes, however, facts don't support this claim. Conservatives do get suspended or banned for violating Twitter's rules against such things as harassment, hateful conduct, or in Trump's case, glorifying violence. But, this is the good news, liberals are excluded in this fashion as well. So it happens to everyone, and that should reassure you. Can we get some numbers on that, NYU? Well, no, actually we can't. In the words of the quote, study, pinning down precise proportions on censorship is impossible because Twitter doesn't release sufficient data. Are you following the reasoning here? Their conclusion, Twitter is not biased, and we can be certain it's not biased because Twitter refuses to release data on who it bans. Case closed. But wait a second, you might object. What about all those people I see on this show all the time talking about how Twitter shut them down for having unauthorized political opinions? We should tell you the authors did assess that, they're researchers, that's their job, and they came to this conclusion. All of those people who are banned, every one of them, victims of a mistake. As they note on page 17 of the study, quote, Twitter sometimes makes mistakes. If that sounds familiar, it's because that is also Twitter's explanation for censorship almost every single time. Do supporters of the Joe Biden administration get banned this same way by mistake? We can't tell you that because Twitter won't give up the numbers. Let's just let this go. Forget parlor everything. Just let's let the whole thing go. Conservative bias is obviously a myth. I mean, Twitter and Facebook said so. And the data, you know, data, I thought the left believed in science. Well, clearly, if conservative big tech bias, big tech bias towards conservatives, uh, to be more precise, were a myth, then surely Twitter and Facebook would be able to come out and produce some data that, yes, we've banned a lot of conservative accounts and pages 
and other things of the sort, information and stories that would uh, impact liberals. We ban that. But we've also done the same to liberal accounts and we've banned stories that would negatively impact conservatives, too. But it's weird that they can't produce that data and that NYU, with their sheepskin PhDs, couldn't figure out that that probably was a source of bias in their study, that Twitter was unwilling to produce the data. You would think they'd be embarrassed publishing horse manure like this. A flaming paper bag full of your dog's waste you light on fire and put on you. Not that we ever did that as kids. I never, it was never a part of anything like that. But I've heard rumors that stuff happens. Not that you'd consider that maybe the equivalent of your study. What a joke. What a joke. What a disgrace these companies have become. An embarrassment, the, the Pravda of our time. Not even the Pravda of our time. The Pravda, of course, the propaganda alleged media outlet of the Soviet Union. At least, Pravda, we understood what they were. A noted arm piece of the government advancing Soviet propaganda and the crackdown on freedom and civil liberties. At least we understood what they were and understood what lens to read that garbage from. The fact that fake book and Twitter pretend to be unbiased platforms for speech is outright hilarious that people continue to defend these two imbecilic companies. Someone's finally fighting back. Before I get to Governor Ron DeSantis, I just want to be sure I give you, I said I'd give you an update on Parlo. Quick update on Parlo. A lot of you have been asking, and I understand. I haven't been avoiding the topic. The assault on Parlor, ladies and gentlemen, was more dramatic behind the scenes. I don't want to cover entire shows on Parlor because I'm an investor and an owner there. And my show is my show, and it's a separate enterprise from my investment in Parlor. But I just want you to be, be sure, be sure in your head and know it will be back. Why? Because I told you it will be back. And I've never let you down. It is taking longer than expected. But that's because the damage done by Apple, Google, and Amazon, Amazon Web Services out the door, when they all acted at the same time to destroy a free market company, the damage was incalculable. And it's taking a long time to fix. Having said that, you are owed a timeline. All I can tell you is we'll be back soon. I don't want to give you a hard date because if we miss that date, I don't want to mislead you. But we will be back. And I'm just humbly asking for your patience. Due to some legal reasons and stuff, I can't give you a lot of details. But the damage they did was nearly incalculable. One of these days, I'll tell you the whole story about why it's taking so long. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. On the other side of this, I'm going to get to uh, Ron DeSantis and what he's doing to finally someone standing up to these big tech Pravda totalitarian tyrants. Finally, someone with extra large underwear. Cajones. Wait, wait, unintentional. (laughs) Wait, there's a the big <laughs> you knew where i was going video coming up video you'll catch it you'll get it in a minute you'll stand easy hang in there you'll get it in a minute all right my second sponsor are friends at helix sleep helix sleep is a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete matches your body type and sleep preferences is a perfect mattress for you why buy a mattress made for someone else it makes no sense with helix you're getting a mattress you know will be perfect for the way you sleep this is what they do different what a great idea 
a sleep quiz. Everybody's unique. Helix knows that. So they have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, firm mattresses, mattresses that are great for cooling for me, which is great because I sleep hot all the time. Even a Helix Plus mattress for plus size sleepers. I took the Helix quiz. I was matched to the Midnight Lux, which I love. And honestly, I miss. I've been off it for two weeks. I needed something firm. It helps my arthritis. I know it doesn't make sense, but that's the benefit of the sleep quiz. I like firm mattresses. Maybe someone else has arthritis. They like a soft one. I don't. It's been awesome getting unboxing videos from so many of you found the mattress of your dreams. So if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz. Order the mattress. It's right for you. It comes right to your door. Ship for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Don't waste any time. Helix is terrific, but don't take my word for it. They were awarded the, awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020. Not the number two, the number one by GQ and Wired Magazine. They have a 10-year warranty. They're so confident in their product, you get to try it out 100 nights, a sleep trial, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. I get your emails. Helix also offers exclusive discounts for military, first responders, teachers, and students. There you go. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders. That's $200 and two free pillows for our listeners today. Here's the URL. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. H-E-L-I-X sleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. All right. Thanks, Helix. We appreciate you being a part of the show. So Governor Ron DeSantis has had enough of this nonsense. This guy's absolutely terrific down in Florida. Him and Christy Nome are uh, rapidly moving up my list of contenders for a future national office. Um, of course, assuming President Trump doesn't run again, he's obviously my uh, my number a, uh, my letter A pick, my number one pick. But DeSantis gave a press conference yesterday down in Florida, and he is launching in a pretty ambitious crackdown on these big tech tyrants who, of course, suppress conservatives. I just gave you a number of examples just of what happened to me alone. All that stuff is stuff that happened to me and my political allies. It doesn't require, I don't need you to fact check it. It happened to me. So DeSantis's bill, I'll cover what's in it in a minute, but it really goes after these big tech guys where it hurts, fines and everything like that. And here's DeSantis answering questions from a, r- a ridiculous reporter who's like, hey, I heard all the people they platformed on Twitter. There was a reason for it. Yeah, there was a reason. They were conservatives. Here's DeSantis's answer, which is priceless. Check this out. Do you see that there's no requirement for those that are posting on the internet to have any, uh, you know, any kind of regulation or any kind of... Uh you know, accurate portrayal of events. Because uh, a lot of this is, uh, you know, the, the, the deep platforming seems to be driven by somebody who did something that provoked the platform's attention. Well, I think it's been done in a, in a way that's completely unprincipled. I, they, they mentioned the Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's story was true, okay? We now know it was true. And the typical corporate media outlets, they just chose to ignore it. Obviously, they wanted to beat Trump. They had a they had a, a view on the election. They didn't want to give it any air. So we rely on social media to go around that, not let corporate legacy media outlets control the discourse and let us speak. So you had the New York Post to run it and you couldn't get any traction. You couldn't get any reach on it because big tech put their thumb on the scale. So that was true. What they said at the time, oh, it was it was it's a conspiracy or it's based on 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 hacked information. Are you kidding me? You're trying to tell me if there was hacked information that could damage me, you guys wouldn't print it. Give me a break. You can whiz on my leg, but don't tell me it's raining. (laughs) Hey, Joe, who who uses the word whiz anymore? The whiz is making a comeback. 
Wiz is made with Jones. Wiz is making a strong comeback. Thanks to Ron DeSantis. My humble opinion. Governor Ron, take it or leave it. I know you've got pretty good political advisors. I know you've got Cajones yourself, which I'm per- I know it's not projection. It's my version Cajones. I'm bringing Cajones back. Take it or leave it, my advice. I seriously think if say President Trump doesn't run in 2024, you should consider it. If not, maybe, you know, 2028 afterwards. But I think you should seriously consider your campaign slogan being don't whiz on my leg. I'm just saying, I'm just going to throw that out there. Don't whiz on my leg as a campaign slogan would be absolutely spectacular. Ron DeSantis, 2028, this DeSantis gnome, don't, don't whiz on our leg. <laughs> what do you think? You like that, Paula? Yeah, I know Joe's a big fan. The, the By the way, the question from the reporter is entirely hilarious and ridiculous. He says, well... You know, these social media companies were provoked into deplatforming people. Really? Provoked how? Why producing an entirely factual story about the Biden crime family, about Hunter Biden being investigated by the FBI that turned out to be absolutely true, that we knew before the election was absolutely true because we had an FBI case number, something I said on my show before the election. What do you think? They invented the FBI case number. They could have just called the FBI and said, Hey, is this a real case number? We had the case number. And someone would have said, yes, yes, it is. This is not fake news. So please, this journalist clown, clown, if I don't know who you are in Florida, who asked that stupid question, please shut your pie hole and move on and stop acting like a full-blown liberal activist, like the Pravda media activist you are, and ask real questions. Like maybe what's in the bill here. In the show notes today, again, a must-read story, Breitbart, Alan Bakari, who I interviewed on my show once, who's done absolutely spectacular, priceless work on the big tech disaster in this country today. Breitbart, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis launches his ambitious crackdown on big tech. Here's what's in this bill. I love a lot of the stuff in here. Check this out. You can read it yourself. We have things like fines on social media companies, mandatory opt-outs. Here's the first one. I won't read the whole thing, but the new regulations announced by DeSantis include mandatory opt-outs from big tech content filters, a solution to tech censorship first proposed by Breitbart. They're right in 2018. This is a great one. Think about what this allows. It allows you, say you were to sign up for Twitter and Facebook. It allows you by Florida law to say, I don't want to be included in their content filters or algorithms. In other words, this is a shocker, folks. Paula, get ready. Brace yourself. I'm an adult. I'm a big boy. I'm a big girl. I can handle speech, even stupid speech and people who put expletives and porn and stuff. We can handle it. I can't. I don't want you censoring my feed. If I follow someone, I'm following them for a reason. And if they start posting obscene nonsense, I don't like. Here's this is get crazy. Joe, get ready for it. This is insane. I'll just stop following them. I don't want your content filters. I opt out because their content filters at big tech typically include things like censoring out political content, like the Hunter Biden story that turns out to be true because it damages the liberal sycophants and these, their liberal acolytes that their lips are surgically attached to the caboose of. So that's great. You get to opt out. 
That's absolutely terrific. What a great idea by the spectacular Ron DeSantis. Number two, a private right of action for Floridians against tech companies that violate this condition, meaning you could take legal action if they do that. If they impose upon you a content filter, you opted out of. Great. I'm okay with that over a parlor. Fines of $100,000 per day levied on tech companies that suspend candidates for elected office in Florida from their platforms. Now, you may say $100,000 a day ah, to people like Twitter and Facebook. That's not a lot of money. If you suspend, say, a political candidate you don't like. Now, who's a political candidate they hate? Matt Gates from Florida, congressman. I wouldn't be surprised if Twitter suspends him right before his next election, because that's just what Twitter does. It's possible. Well, they'd get a fine of $100,000 per day. Yeah, that's not a lot of money. Well, what if other states followed along and other Republican governors grew some cajones, got their XL size underwear from their small size now, and said, yeah, we're going to do that too. Then you may be looking at fines, you know, simple math, libs, you're going to have a tough time with this. If 10 Republican states joined in, that would mean a million dollars per day. I know that math is tough. 10, 100,000. Yay, Paul. Is that right? Double G? Yes, Paul has given me a nod. That would be a million dollars a day. Now, all of a sudden, even in Washington, D.C. terms, you're talking about real money. If, say, 25 or 30 states got on board, now you're talking about real, real money. I like that. We, 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 we like it. That's really great. Here's another one. Daily fines for any tech company that, quote, uses their content and user-related algorithms to suppress or prioritize the access of any content related to a political candidate or cause on the ballot. We like that, too. Kind of similar to the last one. Transparency requirements. That's good. Disclosure requirements enforced by Florida election authorities for tech companies that favor one candidate over the other. Wouldn't that be great if we forced them to explain why they banned a pro-life group, say, from running an ad on Twitter? That hasn't happened. No, it has. Remember, Marsha Blackburn had a pro-life ad. God forbid you support life in the womb. Republican senator from Tennessee. Remember that? And the ad was banned. (sighs) You'd have to explain why. I'd love to see that explanation. And it gives power to the Florida attorney general to bring cases against tech companies that violate these conditions under the state's unfair and deceptive practices act. Weird. I said, I wasn't going to read everyone, but I did every anyway, because I really, really like this story. And it would be spectacular if something like this went viral and spread around the whole country, wouldn't it? Just one last thing in case you think these big tech companies are in any way in your corner or in any way, give a damn about conservatives. Remember what happened to parlor Amazon web services brutally attacked us and ripped us off the internet with almost no notice whatsoever, any significant notice or giving us time to respond, which destroyed parlor.com and the parlor apps were then wiped off the map by Google and Apple. Well, in case you think Amazon and these Elite billionaires at Amazon who hate you and everything you stand for care about you. Jeff Bezos stepped down yesterday as the head of uh, of Amazon. He wants to focus on his passions, including uh, discriminating against conservatives and uh, focus. (laughs) It's not actually what the title says. That's my I'm changing the title to Daily Mail. He steps down as CEO and he handed the reins to Andy Jassy. Who's Andy Jassy? Andy Jassy was the head of Amazon Web Services that conveniently he was the guy who made the call to boot Parler off of the Internet. 
Not only is Andy Jassy not embarrassed, openly discriminating against companies that support support free speech, he gets promoted to CEO in the biggest double-barreled middle finger to conservative, libertarian, liberty-loving American patriots you've seen in modern corporate history. He gets a promotion. He's now the CEO. You think they regret this? They love it. Torturing conservatives and fighting against free speech and enacting propaganda articles through his mouthpiece at the Washington Post is Jeff Bezos's part time job. That's why I'm begging you on bended knee. I have not ordered anything from Amazon, anything since this happened. There is no reason to do it. Delete your app. Get rid of your app at Amazon. They screw over small businesses all over America anyway. And just order from companies direct. I get I have I get this this. um. Cocoa stuff. I, I'm like obsessed with nutrition. Cocoa is like a superfood, real cocoa, not like the fake stuff. So I put it in my coffee every morning. It's a little bitter, of course, but it's supposed to be good for you. I used to order it off Amazon. You know what I did? Shocker. I went, I'm not going to say the company because liberals will go and try to burn the company down because they sent me a product because liberals are insane, totalitarian, complete radical nutbags. So I won't say the company, despite the fact that it would give them a million listeners and free PR because I, they risk being burned down and uh, and attacked as they leave their workplace. How dare you sell Dan Bongino a cocoa product? But I went right to the company's website. The order was real simple. Super simple. Matter of fact, it was almost easier than ordering from Amazon. I can't recommend to you enough that you stop enriching these totalitarian tyrants. Please. There is no reason whatsoever for us to be putting money anymore in the pockets of these people who are using that money to attack you and then promoting the people who do it. All right, let me get to my third sponsor. I'm going to get to the video we're all waiting for, the video of Dan Bongino finally agreeing with the Joe Biden administration on something. <laughs> Hold your cajones. Hold on. Yes. Yes. This is real. It also goes into the whole cajones argument. Our third sponsor today, our friends at GenuCell. Listen up, everyone. Our friends at Chamonix want you to know Valentine's Day is two, two weeks away. Is it? Oh, my gosh. I better get a... I've been so preoccupied. I better get on my A game. Ladies. Ladies. Treat yourself to the most luxurious skincare in the world. Look like Miss Paula. Valentine's Day. I'm still in this hotel. I'm not saying, I'm just saying, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, and gentlemen, gift your special lady the spa quality pampering she deserves in the comfort of her home. During Chamonix's Valentine's Day event, your order of GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness will include the new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum for free, a Paula Bongino favorite. Yes, free. Zotique combines the purest vitamin C with the brightening benefits of lactic acid for a younger, healthier, happier looking appearance. I don't want to look that way. We all want to look healthy, happy, right? Say goodbye to adult acne, redness, stress breakouts, and hello to increase firmness, smoothness, and a visibly longer, younger looking you. Also, with its immediate effects, see results in 12 hours or less. Shamani promises results you'll fall in love with or your money back guaranteed. Here's how you get it. Go to genucel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Enter my special promo, Dan40. That's Dan40 at checkout for additional Valentine's Day savings from now until Valentine's Day. Get the classic GenuCell jawline treatment and luxurious GenuCell XV anti-wrinkle moisturizer free, free, that's right, with your order. Shipping's also free. That's GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Use promo code Dan40 at checkout. All right, without further ado, and again, stay tuned for the end of the show where I have a really spectacular motivating video 
of Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson from North Carolina just laying waste to the pathetic media, even the local ones all over the country. But first, here is Biden, um, uh, the, the circle back girl. There ain't no circle back girl. Remember the Gwen Stefani? Did you see that? That meme? It's absolutely hilarious on Twitter, the circle back girl. So she circles back on everything because she's rarely prepared to give answers, unlike Kaylee McEnany, who did a great job. So Jen Psaki, here's a video yesterday, finally saying the first thing Joe Biden and I actually agree with. Check this out. Hilarious. The president has been clear that our risk is not having a package that's too big. It's having a package that's too small. Uh, I... <laughs> I better stop. <laughs> I'm not sure how far I could go with this without Paula striking on the set right now, walking out of his room and flying back to Florida. Seriously, there's only... Do you ever see that movie, uh, Private Parts, with the now dreadful Howard Stern? He was funny at one time. But remember that movie where he says to his wife, like, I just got to go for it. And the wife's like all in, like they do whatever they got to do on the air and the wife is okay with it. That is not Paul. She like lets me go up to the red line and then I get the look or like the wave off in the background. So I'm just going to leave that right there. Joe and Biden and I finally agree. Oh, that was about money? Oh, I disagree. Forget it. I disagree. hundred. I, I thought I thought that was about something else, the Biden administration. It's about money. I actually don't agree about a big stimulus package. I'll hopefully get to that today's story in the Wall Street Journal on a serious note about the massive inflation we're looking at down the road. But on the package front, I think most of our listeners agree that a big package is always better outside of government spending. So <laughs> it's our Valentine's Day is coming up, but who doesn't want... A big package for, for Valentine's. I'm sorry. I just, I can't do all the Debbie Downer stuff all the time. Once in a while, we got to kind of sprinkle in stuff like that. There'll be endless puns uh, throughout the show, of course. And you know me, I can never let anything go. All right. Today's show, uh, I was going to, no, I'm sorry. Uh, that actually got me a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> internally let me move on to my next story. Impeachment update. This is serious. It's always tough segueing from comedy. Not me. I just say this is serious and it cuts it right off. It's like a line. No more laughing. Serious time. PJ Media Story. Be in the show notes. I have an update for you on this ridiculous impeachment. This is, I mean, this is going to be a political disaster of the highest order from the Democrats because now the public are going to see what kind of clowns they are. PJ Media breaking. Trump eviscerates the Democrats' impeachment charges. Tyler O'Neill, again, be up in the show notes. They've uh, finally responded. Trump's legal team, David Schoen, is leading it. Um, I know David Schoen from doing some uh, uh, work, obviously, on the Hannity show. They have now responded to this just ridiculous charge. Let me just read to you what they said and explain it. I want you to keep in mind two things here. Number one, this is an entirely moot point. You can't try a non-office holder. The president is not in office. President Trump is not in office. For those of you who missed that on the liberal side of the political aisle, the delusional leftists who believe there's no conservative bias in big tech, President Trump is not the president anymore. The impeachment provision in the Constitution is designed to try office holders. Did you miss that? Can you read? Here's their response. Quote, Trump asks the Senate to, quote, dismiss Article 1 of the incitement charge against him as moot. 
and thus in violation, a violation of the Constitution because the Senate lacks the jurisdiction to remove a man from office who does not hold office. In the alternative, the 45th president respectfully requests the Senate to acquit him on the merits of the allegation raised in the article of impeachment. The Senate already voted to take up the impeachment with five Republican senators joining 50 Democrat senators and holding the matter constitutional. However, 45 GOP senators voted not to hold the trial given constitutional concerns. This vote signifies that the Senate is not likely to convict Trump. So why are we doing this? I'm going to make a case to you briefly because I want to go on to CNN's legal expert in the most unintentionally hilarious clip I've seen in a long time. She's from Columbia. Um, you can't see you do my thing. Yeah, this teleprompter is weird. I see stuff before. Paula popped this thing in. It's the First Amendment. I'll get to that in a second. And I made a little addendum to it because this is what the CNN analysts use. But just getting back to this other point, there are no votes. You are not going to win in this trial. I will make the case to you that I think I'm not kidding that this ridiculous impeachment trial in the Senate for a president that's no longer the president will backfire in spectacular fashion, just like the first impeachment trial did. And I guarantee you it will only burnish the president's renegade image. And I would I would almost run on that. No, I'm not kidding. I, I'm not. It's not a joke. Paula, let me know what you think about this when I'm done. I'm not a joke. I'm not kidding. I would run on it and I would put on like a campaign slide or an Instagram slide or whatever. I would put on attacked by the, uh, you know, weaponized government, right? Spygate, things like that. Impeach twice. And you still can't stop me from running. I'm back. And that's what I would do with a big picture with the thumbs up. I am not kidding. You can, I'd say you cannot get rid of me. I'm back as I announced in 2024. I would almost run on this. Two fake impeachments, one major spying scandal, a collusion hoax, endless attacks by a coordinated media, yet I'm still standing. What, what do you think? She loves it. That's I swear that's what I would do. I, I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny. I would actually make this ridiculous second impeachment that is mathematically certain to fail. You understand that? Certain to fail. I would make it part of my campaign and you still can't keep me down. Because I have the support of one thing you'll never have, you DC swamp goons. The people. I'd run on that. So I pulled this clip uh, from the net yesterday of CNN's legal expert they had on. Again, CNN, the network that promoted the PP hoax, the collusion hoax, the uh, hands up, don't shoot hoax, and endless numbers of hoaxes on CNN that Spygate didn't happen, another hoax. The Don't worry, they didn't spy on Trump. Yeah, we have his name, the actual spy. You guys ever going to apologize for the FISA hoax? When Mr. Potato Head, Brian Stelter, talk, uh, tried to call out Mark Levin for claiming there was a FISA on the Trump team, he said, oh, that's just a big conspiracy theory. Has, has, has Stelter ever apologized to Mark Levin, who was right on that? Of course they haven't. Here's a video of, again, CNN legal expert yesterday, legal expert on CNN. She's from Columbia, so she's definitely smarter than you, definitely smarter than Joe, Paul, and me, too. She's from Columbia who manages to eviscerate her credibility in 30 seconds or less by making two absolutely preposterous claims. Um, number one, that the First Amendment does not include the right to lie. I looked for that. I found it. She's actually right. I'll get to that. Stay tuned. What? She's right. Hold on. I found it. And then secondly, that Trump incited violence 
Um, on the, this is again her credibility. Anyone having this this sorry woman on from this point on uh, will have to deal with this clip where again she just destroys her own credibility. Check this out. This is the 14-page brief filed by the president's lawyers. Uh, it says number one, this is unconstitutional because he is a former president. Uh, it says number two that he has a First Amendment right to speak, and therefore he said things at a rally and people attacked the Capitol. You can't hold him accountable. Yeah, those are wrong, um, and they're well countered by the very long brief the House filed earlier today. I mean, you don't have a First Amendment right to lie. You don't have a First Amendment right to put people in danger. Uh, and he did both of those things. What? Listen, I don't know this woman, and of course this isn't personal. I don't know who she is, but she's chosen to make herself a public figure by appearing on CNN and saying things that are so ridiculously nonsensical. My only advice to you is if you're in Columbia being taught by, what's her name? Jennifer Rogers, was that her name? I don't know. What, is that it? I got a good memory. Ah, self-praise thinks my aunt used to tell me. God rest her soul. It does. Not in this case. I would I would leave that class immediately. Because all you have to do is read the First Amendment. Wait, wait, wait. I found it. I found exactly where she's getting this from. She may be right. She is from Columbia. So I pulled up the First Amendment. I actually have a Constitution app on the phone. I'm not a lawyer, but I read it. Uh, Joe, you may want to check this out, too. This is just fascinating. Here's the First Amendment. She may be right. The First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise of bridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Oh, there it is. Except lies. Except lies. Uh, but you may, folks, if you're not watching on Rumble, you're missing all the action. Uh, Rumble.com slash Bongino if you'd like to see the video version of the show. Except there's a little asterisk at the end of uh, the First Amendment, also known as Amendment 1 for you liberals. I know you have trouble. You reverse the two. Uh, clearly, there's an asterisk at the end that says, except lies. Those, of course, uh, lies. If you lie, you, the First Amendment doesn't apply. Of course, I made that up. Uh, if you're wondering how that awful handwriting got in at the end of it, and you're watching on Rumble, I strongly encourage you to check it out. That's because I had a fat finger and edit using the pencil thing on my phone, and uh, I'm not very good at it. But I think the horrible handwriting makes it even f- if it was that if it was done in like an actual asterisk so she just made that up of course the first amendment protects your right to lie but damn that sounds awful you mean we protect speech that may be dishonest Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's the whole premise of free speech, that you can speak freely and that if you're dishonest, other people who are able to speak speak freely will do what? Call you out on your dishonesty. Wow, what an idea for an adult society that respects civil liberties. What's even more hilarious is the network that told you an obvious lie from day one. The big lie, the biggest lie of our time. That the president of the United States, Donald Trump, colluded with Vladimir Putin to win an election. An idea so stupid on its face. Only a six-degree black belt in imbecile studies would believe it. Was promoted for three years on CNN relentlessly. And yet their legal expert from Columbia clearly hasn't read the First Amendment. Then she says you don't have the right to put people in danger. Where's that in the First Amendment? 
You may say, Dan, no, that, that sounds right. The Constitution doesn't authorize people to put others in danger. It doesn't. Of course, if you're a liberal like Miss Rogers Esquire from Columbia, and I don't know if she's read the Constitution or not, clearly she discovered a non-right to lie in the Constitution that doesn't exist. Um, she also seemed to discover this one, too. You don't have the right to put people in danger. Really? Then how are airlines still in business? That's a serious question. Airlines put people in danger. They do. It's a danger you're willing to accept. Car makers put people in danger. It's dangerous to drive a car. There are companies that sell alcohol and cigarettes that put people in danger. How do they exist? Now, why do those companies exist? Because we are a society of God-given rights where we're allowed to make adult decisions, where candidly, the risk and the danger of you on an airplane is very low. The risk of you getting in a car accident, even sometime in your lifetime, thankfully, is very low. Not insignificant, but there is a real risk of danger. The risks of excess alcohol consumption are very real and very dangerous, but alcohol is still legal. Why is that? The risk of smoking to your lungs and your health is absolutely real and high, yet tobacco is still legal. Why is that? I thought Miss Rogers Esquire told us that you have no right to put people in danger. It's in the Constitution, she said. It is? Did I miss, did I miss that? Did I miss that part of the Constitution? And you have no right to lie in the Constitution while appearing on a network that lived off a lie for three years, CNN, that Trump colluded with Vladimir Putin. Miss Rogers, I'm not kidding. I don't know you and it's not personal, but I really strongly suggest, I've been doing media a long time, 10 years now. Yeah, exactly 10 years. 2011 is when I started. I've been in the media a very long time. It's not a pat on the back. Hey, look at me. I've been on TV. No. I've been doing it a long time. That clip will live with you forever. People will use it to humiliate you forever. And I feel bad for you in a way because you, maybe you went on the air just unprepared and you were just telling CNN what they wanted to hear because you weren't brave enough or strong enough to tell them otherwise. I'm not really sure why you did what you did, but clearly what you said, you should correct. You should probably write an op-ed apologizing for those ridiculous statements and clearing up so you can, you know, your, your obvious lies there. Um, there is no, you know, truth brigade in the constitution there is no danger provision in the constitution um you may want to reconsider that write some kind of an op-ed just to save your credibility in the future because what you said was clearly humiliating again not personal i don't know you maybe you're a genius maybe you just got caught up in a bad moment there on cnn trying to you know kiss up to them to get a job i don't know why you did that but you really should rescue your credibility that's quite embarrassing what you said there all right. I still got that video at the end of the show, but I do want to get to this. You know, we talked about the package thing before we made a joke about it, but there is a real argument going on about a stimulus package uh, that we need to address. I'll try to do it without laughing now that I've, I should have done it reverse. I set that up. Let me get to my last. You, you read my mind. Let me get to my last sponsor first. Our friends at My Patriot Supply. Listen, in times of crisis or natural disaster, could there be anything worse than running out of food? Seriously, think about that. You insure everything in your, in your life that matters. You have insurance for your health, your teeth, your house. People have high glass insurance. How do you not have a food insurance plan? I'm not talking about a paper policy. I'm talking about emergency food. 
There's no time to prepare when the emergency hits. The time to prepare is now with food storage, uh, long-term food that lasts up to 25 years in storage. My Patriot Supply is America's leader in survival food. I have a lot of this. Their mission is your survival. For the last 12 years, they've supplied millions of people like you. We've arranged for you here to save $70 on their popular four-week kit of delicious, nutritious food. It gives you 2,000 calories a day. It lasts 25 years in storage. Ensure your food supply today. Four weeks of food is the minimum, minimum you should have. I talked about that EMP story last week, the devastation that would happen to our food and our electric grid. If God forbid this happened. Get one for each member of your family. This kit makes it easy. How do you get it? Go to preparewithdan.com today. Preparewithdan.com. Preparewithdan.com. Make the smartest decision of your life. Ensure your food supply now. Get a four-week kit for every member of your family at preparewithdan.com. Save $70 per kit. I've got my supply of emergency food. Really be ashamed if you didn't have yours. Go to preparewithdan.com and save $70 per kit today. Get one for each member of your family. All right. Important. Moving on. Folks, Joe Biden, this administration, even though it's early, is just a wrecking ball of stupidity. I, I can't say that enough. This has just been, these first two weeks have been an absolute disaster. Dumping uh, the remain in Mexico policy for illegal immigrants trying to enter the United States, getting rid of the remain in Mexico policy is just a recipe for absolute disaster. President Trump did the common sense thing. If you're coming from South America, transiting through Central America and Mexico to get to the United States, how are you claiming asylum by entering Mexico from a South American country and then saying, no, I don't want to claim asylum. I want to claim asylum in the United States. Clearly, it wasn't about asylum. It was about the United States. No. So we had common sense policies, like if you're going to come to the border and do it illegally and not through our legal process where we can vet who you are, kind of common sense, you know, that you would have to remain in Mexico until we could figure out who you are and we wouldn't admit you into the United States via illegal processes, not the legal route. Common sense, right? Common sense only if you're a conservative. Liberals and common sense, not really a thing. They're like, no, no, just let everybody in. We don't care who they are. Vetting, what vetting? We're in the middle of a pandemic. Who cares about vetting, right? So they want to dump that, scrap that, and just admit everybody into the United States. And they say, don't worry. If they enter the country illegally, have no fear, folks. Again, no fear whatsoever. Of course, they'll show up for a court proceeding. Good luck with that. So that's for, I mean, I could go on and on about the litany of disastrous executive orders. Uh, Joe Biden is imposing tyrannical style upon America. But one of the things he's, actually trying to get passed through legislation, uh, which is an embarrassment. I can't believe any Republican is supporting this right now, is these, or it was more of these stimulus bills. Folks, I, listen, I'm not going to give you the company line. I, I know it's easy for everyone right now to come out and say, hey, listen, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We are. There's been untold economic destruction that is accurate. People are hurting. That is accurate too. The easy answer is let's just have the government print more money to give to people. That's the easy answer. That's the liberal answer. Because liberals are never forced at any point in their life to ask the famous Thomas Sowell question, one of the great philosophers of our time, who always says to liberals, one thing you liberals always forget to do is say, okay, and then what? So we print a lot of money because that's what they're doing because we don't have the tax money to give this money back. So we're printing a lot of money to give to the American people in the name of so-called stimulus. And we think this is going to help how. So there's a great piece in the Wall Street Journal today called The Risks of Too Much Stimulus. 
by a very smart man, Phil Graham, who writes a lot of op-eds in the Wall Street Journal, and Mike Salone. They say disposable real per capita income rose. Wait, rose? Disposable per capita income rose in the United States in 2020? Yes, that's right. 5.5%. The highest rate since 1984. How? Well, the subtitle says it all. Due largely to transfer payments. Folks, I know that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. And I know to the people struggling out there, and there are a lot of you. I've lived a lot of struggle myself. So is my wife. I know that's not the answer you want to hear. It's like, yeah, just let the government keep giving us all money. Well, ladies and gentlemen, and then what? And then what happens when the government just prints money it doesn't have? Disposable income last year, on average, on average, actually went up. Not only went up, but went up at the highest rate since 1984 because the government's printing endless amount of money to give to people. Well, let's get to what will happen if this continues. It should be obvious, unless you're a liberal watching, from the Wall Street Journal piece. Though economic activity remains depressed in the new shutdown and low monetary velocity is now muting its effects, M2 money supply, I'll translate, don't worry, is still up by 28.3% over the past 12 months. And that's before the Fed monetizes the next wave of stimulus. In other words, prints more money. For comparison, listen to this. Money supply growth peaked at 13.8% in the high inflation era of the 70s. It may sound old-fashioned in the brave new world of modern monetary theory, but is there not the need for some caution here? Think about this. For those of you who lived through the 70s, when inflation was out of control, because we were endlessly printing money at the time. And the Phillips curve was decimated in the 70s. The whole idea that you could, you know, that, uh, in, you know, inflation, it was inflation, unemployment couldn't go up at the same time. Inflation went up and unemployment went up, decimating the idea of the Phillips curve. You can check that out yourself for some extracurricular activities. If you, that means something else in this house. But for the show, <laughs> Valentine's, oh, I told you, endless puns. You can check it out. It's interesting. People believe that they couldn't possibly go up at the same time, inflation and unemployment. One would go up, one would go down. Well, in the Jimmy Carter, early 1980s, late 1970s, that whole era and uh, uh, right there, inflation went up dramatically and unemployment went up too. It's known as stagflation. But back then we were printing money at a clip that led to a 13.8% money growth, growth in the money, more money. Money growth goes up. Money grows, print more money. I'm talking about growing through productivity. I'm talking about more money through printing. Well, you know what's weird? We're at more than double that now at 28%. You think it's a good idea to keep printing money now? Did you live through the late 70s? I have some older listeners. Our audience tends to trend a little young demographically, but we have some older listeners too, a good portion of them. A lot of you lived through it. I was young, but I remember it. I remember my aunt buying a house with a mortgage rate. If I remember correctly, it was about 15%. A lot of our younger listeners are like, a mortgage at 15% interest rate? That's not, that didn't happen. No, no, it happened. It happened to a lot of people. Why? Because we printed so much damn money and inflation was so out of control in the early 1980s and the late 70s that they had a dramatically hike interest rates. What's an interest rate? It's the cost of money, right? I borrow money at an interest rate that money has a cost. That's the interest rate. How do you reduce the supply of anything? You make the price really high. 
There are too many bagels floating around in your neighborhood. You're throwing a lot of them out. Make the price of bagels really high. Less people buy bagels and won't throw as many out. Get it, Paula? Pretty simple, right? That made sense? The price of money is the same way. The price of money, money has a price too, just like a bagel. It's called an interest rate. You have to shrink the supply of money, which was expanding rapidly in the late 70s, leading to out-of-control inflation, products costing a fortune. How did they crush it? Well, Volcker came in, Paul Volcker, in the Fed, and they hiked interest rates dramatically to make the price of money really high to shrink up the supply of money. And finally, we got control of our economy again. Do you think it's a good idea now then to be printing money at more than double the rate we were printing it at the 1970s? Are you telling me that we've somehow tamed the inflation giant and don't worry, that's never going to happen now? Well, let me make a quick argument to you about why it's not only going to happen, but it's going to happen and make the 1970s look like an episode of Family Ties or something with Alex P. Keaton, where everybody's all happy, happy, joy, joy. Folks, the only reason this massive amount of printed money has not led to an inflation tidal wave yet is because we had this thing called the coronavirus, where people are holed up in their house. They're not going to... The movie theater, they've been staying out of restaurants. They're not shopping in stores. Some of them are shopping online. So if you read that head of the article, the subtext, the subtitle, excuse me, that article again, there's a reason personal income and U.S. saving rates, U.S. savings rates are through the roof and are at the highest they've been since the prosperous John, uh, Ronald Reagan years. Where did I get John from? Ronald Reagan years. The reason is the government's been printing a lot of money. They've been giving it to people and people have nowhere to spend it. Once this vaccine kicks in and people start getting out to the real world again, going to movies, going to restaurants with some degree of comfortability, spending is going to explode. People are going to be buying a whole lot of bagels they don't need. Going to be a lot of bagels in the garbage, or as my grandmother used to call them, bagels. It's what inflation does. Destroys the value of products. Destroys the value of your work. How are you going to feel when inflation is 10, 8, 10%? Oh, that's not possible, Dan. Really? It already happened in this country in my lifetime. I'm only 46. Although I was confused last night and told my wife I thought I was 47. True story. Self-deprecating humor. Except it's not funny. I really screwed it up. Where do you think that money's going to go? It's going to start chasing a bunch of products that weren't being chased before restaurant reservations, food in a restaurant, movie tickets, and it's going to drive up the price. And how are you going to feel when your raise next year is 2%, but the inflation rate is 5%? Dan, I got a raise. It was 2%. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Inflation's 5%, meaning you got a negative 3% raise. How does that feel? Have we thought this through? If you're a liberal, you probably haven't. You probably think Biden's great. And hey, big packages are great. Well, we agree on that, but big packages when it comes to money and stimulus, we definitely don't agree on that with the Biden administration. You're going to print us into an inflationary tidal wave that will destroy this economy. Remember this show. Your buying power will go through the, will, will go, I mean, through the basement into the core level of the earth, through the mantle and everything else. Your spending ability, you may make a lot of money. Wait, I make a great, I make a million dollars a year. Yeah, that's terrific. Um, a Ford Escort costs you two million. Ah, oh my gosh, I make seven figures. Terrific. A car costs you eight figures. 
happened so bad in what the Weimar Republic and elsewhere inflation that they had to start paying people multiple times a day because their money was worthless by the afternoon. Am I saying we're going to get to that point? No, probably not. Am I saying things are going to get ugly really soon if we continue big packages and big spending packages for money we don't have? It is a mathematical certainty. How do you feel if you're a senior on a fixed income? You get the same amount of money every year, and yet the cost of things you're trying to buy keeps going up and up and up. Is that, the, is that what you want? You think this is all free? I'm not here for the easy answers, folks. I'm here for the truth. All right, we're running out of time, but we are going to do this video because I promise you, and it's worth your time. Hold that other stuff for tomorrow, Paula. We got some Hunter Biden updates too. The left is going crazy about this Hunter Biden story, and I have to tell you, I'm enjoying every minute of it. They are freaking out. The story will be in the show notes at the New York Post, but I'll get to it tomorrow because they are freaking out over the story of this inside baseball game where Hunter Biden's lawyer's buddy got hired to run the GOJ division that's going to supervise the case against crazy Hunter Biden. The left is going nuts over this, and I'm loving every minute of it. Let's wrap up the show today uh, with, do you know this guy? I met him before. Really, really good man. Mark Robinson. He is the lieutenant governor of North Carolina. Uh, Mark Robinson happens to be black, a fact that matters uh, matters not to Republicans. They elected him. Uh, doesn't matter to me at all. But of course, if you're a leftist, you're obsessed with everything race. It's how you see everything in life because, you know, leftists are largely racist and that's what they do. So Mark Robinson, again, happens to be black. He also happens to be strong, vocal, and he has a tolerance factor for media and liberal BS of absolutely zero. So Mark Robinson was upset because a news outlet, WRAL, posted a cartoon drawn by a high school teacher. And in that cartoon, it depicts Republicans as members of the, unsurprisingly, the Ku Klux Klan, which is, of course, where these liberal maniacs always go. So Mark Robinson gave a press conference and took it right to these liberal media lunatics. Check this out. That cartoon doesn't really bother me. What bothers me is the hypocrisy behind it. That's what bothers me, that you would portray a black man just because he's in the GOP as a Klansman, that you would portray an American Indian woman, a Native American woman, Olivia Oxidine, who is a Lumbee Indian and who has had to face the Klan face to face and their egregious actions and has had to fight against them. You would portray her as something that vile. The hypocrisy is mind-numbing, folks. And I'm here to tell you right now, this office is not going to stand by and let it go by. And when I'm not going to go along to get along, I'm going to call them out on every on every time. Because here it is. What I want to know from WRAL, is that who you are? Is that who you want to represent yourself to be in this state? And again, it's not a private individual. It's not a private Facebook page. That is a newspaper sells itself to millions of people across this state that would put something that vile out. When I understand the person who drew this is an eighth grade social studies teacher. If that's true and he's teaching these falsehoods, because by the way, wasn't anybody in the GOP that promoted the Ku Klux Klan and the ideals thereof? I can tell you who did that. If he's promoting this in WRL, what is he doing in his classroom? Yeah, I can tell you who promoted the Ku Klux Klan too. Southern Democrats. 
That's if you've actually read a history book, which of course liberals are anathema to. They won't touch a history book. You know, facts are, they're immune to those. They've taken the facts vaccine early in life. You know, I can't endorse candidates for a number of reasons. And even if it wasn't, I just choose not to because you're adults and you make your own decisions. But I should put together a list of, I don't know, what should we call them, Paul? Ringers? What do you think? GOP ringers? I love the term ringers. Like the good guys, the studs, the stallions, the Amazons, the warriors. I mean, Amazon's like the Amazon warriors, not the Amazon that hates conservatives. Jeff Bezos is now full-time activist against conservatives. What do you think of a ringers list? DeSantis, Christy Nome, Eric Trump, obviously the dad, Don Trump Jr. Let's add Mark Robinson to that list. Matter of fact, he's moving up that list quickly. Cajones. We need more people with Cajones. Cajones matter. Mark Robinson's making that list quickly. Good for you for not sitting back and just taking it. Good for you. Respected you before. I respect you more now. Always here for you if you need anything. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, I really appreciate it. Hey, are we going to run that uh, thing today? All right. Well, folks, I have a couple asks, please. If you can, please make the Bongino Report. BonginoReport.com, your home for morning news. The growth in the site has been terrific. Make it like your morning newspaper. We give you the best conservative news stories of the day. I got Drudge went far left. I can't take it anymore. So we did BonginoReport.com. We work on it all night. The stories are constantly updated and fresh. I think you're going to really love it. BonginoReport.com. And please subscribe to my show. The video version of the show, Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, rumble.com slash Bongino. It is free. You can also see my uh, handy dandy handwriting on the First Amendment where we found the version Miss Rogers found, I guess. The Accept lies. Check that out. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your patience this week, too. I really appreciate it. We'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.